welcome to episode 39 of Nerd Speak. I am Ted, and with me as always is my nephew Brendan. What's up, Nerd Nation? And my older brother and Brendan's other uncle, Brian. Hola, muchachos. How are you guys doing? Uh, I feel like I'm getting my superpowers. Right, after, wh- what superpowers did you get today with the eclipse? Uh, I can I can think really hard and control time and space. What about you, Brian? Were you exposed to the eclipse? Did you get superpowers? I was exposed, and they've yet to manifest. Oh, late bloomer. At work, I told everybody I could see the future, and my future was that I was going home. <laughs> <laughs> Getting out of there. So long, suckers. So, yeah, we had the big speaking eclipse. Of, speaking of older brothers, someone's older. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I had a birthday uh, since the last time we spoke. Big I'm 40. Three? Oh no! You gotta start thinking about it. Uh, well, you know, once you get to a certain point, you kind of just stop keeping track and let other people do that for you. Is that right? I mean, hopefully, you get one of those birthday cards that says, "Happy birthday, forty-three-year-old boy." Yeah, <laughs> it's your big day. Oh, I guess it's forty-three this year. <laughs> right. I, I count on somebody else to keep track of that for me. Gotcha. So, but yeah, it wasn't too bad. Um. Had a pretty awesome birthday party yesterday. We did. We went down to Holiday World. We had a blast. I had a great time. I had so much fun. I it think uh, some of our I other... so much fun. At work? Br- yeah, Brian. Brian's, Brian's bosses yeah, suck. Brian's <laughs> dickhead boss wouldn't let him off work. Fucker. Real asshole, that one. But we went down to Holiday World, and we smashed up the water park, and... Oh, dude, we killed it. We rode every ride, and I think uh, went down there specifically because I wanted to ride the Mammoth, and it was closed. He tried, yeah, he tried <laughs> to play so cool all day. It was like, okay, well, I guess it's closed. I mean, we could go home whenever, I guess, as soon as we get off that ride. Thank God we went on that ride. <laughs> That's the only reason I wanted to come down there. It was. <laughs> I like, because uh, I'd gone down like four, five, six years ago, and it wasn't there, obviously, and... Then they all they did was kept talking about how wonderful this thing is. So yeah, it was pretty. It was definitely my favorite ride. Yeah, for sure. So, all right. Well, let's get into this week uh, versus question. And this week we're going to tackle hero teams. And as by our intro, you could tell we're uh, with uh, the Avengers theme song. Uh, so this week, Brian, your versus is going to be the Super Friends versus Dark Justice League. So Super Friends being the. 70s, the 80s, super cartoon, friends, not the cartoon show, not the Justice League. No, no, I right. specifically Super Friends when I picked this out. Versus Dark Justice. Dark yeah. Justice League. Man, this just doesn't like. What? What? what this okay, is not so easily compared. What's the better team? Who you know? Which which group works cohesively better? Well, Super Friends work cohesively better. And then who has the better stories? Well, the Justice League Dark kind of has the better stories. I would agree there. Because, you know, the 70 Super Friends, they all got along. There was no strife. All right. Guest guest appearances came in and were happy to be there, and there was Scooby no animosity. Doo. And, you know, you brought in... Well, and they had the same the villains every week. They were just yeah. going up against the Legion of Doom. Yeah. <laughs> the Legion, Legion of, of Doom. From their swamp hideout. <laughs> The Legion of Doom. Here, you want to try that again? Oh, the Legion Legion of Doom. (laughs) There you go. So for uh, personal preferences for what I would launch now, probably Dark Justice. Okay. Right? So you think they're the better team? 
No, not the better team, just more entertaining. Gotcha. If you're looking at strictly teamwork, Justice League, or Super Friends, sorry. Okay. Because they are, they definitely work better as a team. Because they're friends and they're super. They're friends and they all get along and there's no, no problems. I'm just I saying, one of them. There's no egos. One of them has the Wonder Twins, one of them you know, doesn't. And I really do. I wonder why, like, the Wonder Twins, I feel like they were only, like, segregated to that television show. Well, didn't we see them appear in some comic or some reboot that... They did There was something where we were like, those are the Wonder Twins. Yeah, they did. I want to say they... Did but they, they didn't call them the Wonder Twins. Did but they make them on no, Smallville? There was, there was a fake trailer that came out a while ago that... No, this was no, like no, no. in well, they were in print, maybe. That I know. I mean, they were they were talking about including them in, in Justice 2, but I think that was an April's Day prank. April's Fool Day prank. Yeah. And I want to say that they did do them in Smallville, but I could be wrong. Yeah, it wasn't Smallville even, but it was it was something more recently... And they looked a little bit different, but they had basically the same <coughs> powers. And they were definitely brother-sister. They didn't have to do whole Wonder Twins activate. Did they have thing. a blue monkey? No blue monkey. Uh, to me, the only reason why they were there was to bring in little kids to the show. It was a cartoon show about Superman and his awesome Right, friends. which... Well, they had to replace Marty and what's-her-name and that dog. Oh yeah, Dino <laughs> Mutt. Remember? Dino right. Mutt and Marty and what was her name? They Julie. were they were the original, you know, non-powered sidekicks that ran around with them, and then. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I remember that now. I do. He had like a red afro, didn't he? Weren't they on the um, the cartoon version of Battle of the Network Stars? What was that? <laughs> do you remember what I'm talking about? No. Well, they, it was like uh, the cartoon game Olympics. You guys the, talked the, about the, it with the laugh, the laugh Olympics. The laugh uh, Olympics. Yeah, yeah. yeah when Ginger was on, you guys talked about yeah, that. I don't show. know if they're on there. We're totally off topic. <laughs> so off topic. <laughs> this is one of those holes you can fall into. That's All right, right, Ted. So back at you. Adven- okay. Avengers versus the modern Justice League. The modern Justice League, like what we're seeing on the big screen, Justice League. Not necessarily. We'll go full. Oh, I was thinking we were going like movie versus movie team. You want to go movie team? All right. So movie Avengers versus. Well, we haven't seen the Justice League Avengers yet. Or Justice League. Justice League. Justice League (laughs) Avengers. (laughs) Yeah, we haven't seen that yet either. It doesn't matter because hands down, I'm going to pick the Avengers. Damn right you are. That's right. Uh, No, it has nothing to do with that. Uh, It's just, I think it's interesting that they are willing to explore strife. And people disagreeing, and it just seems like uh, I think we're going to see a whole lot of heroes or strife and people disagreeing in the New Justice League. I, I think that's what the whole thing's going to be about. Really? Oh, there's going to be a <laughs> Is lot. Is that why of they brought in Joss? I think there's going <laughs> to be a lot of headbutting. It could be. I don't know, but to me, it just. I mean, because they've been around forever, too. Yeah. I mean, it, and it seems like any other idea is kind of based off of that. So, I, to me, it's it's Avengers all day long. All damn day. All damn day. Uh, we'll revisit that after we actually have a S- Justice League movie to compare to. Which we'll have in a couple of months. But 
you're gonna be. I, I mean, think we've already seen how well Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman work together. <laughs> right. Yeah. They only you know got yeah. him killed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know and one of them tried to kill. Yeah, him. He fought for forty five minutes. Avenger, yeah. The Avengers haven't killed anybody yet. And these <laughs> fuckers yet. aren't even formed yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brendan, you get the Defenders versus Arrowverse. As much as it pains me, I think I'm gonna have to go with the Arrowverse on this one. What? Yeah. Bunch of fucking teenagers running around in tights. Oh, dude, they're all older than that. They're all they're all my age, and I'm definitely still in my twenties. So, <laughs> not for long. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sorry. No, and I think I I just I've had more time to develop a a cognitive relationship with the Arrowverse and uh, more feelings. And Is that just because we haven't had a chance to watch the Defenders yet? There's that too. So I haven't really got to see how well they, uh, how well they actually work well together uh, on screen. I mean, I've obviously seen all the trailers, and it looks really awesome. And just, just the fact that we have an on-screen Luke Cage and Iron Fist does kind of give me goosebumps. But sure, uh, and seeing them work together. But I think, yeah, I definitely have to go with the Arrowverse in this one. It was Marvin and Wendy and Wonder Dog. Wonder Dog, excuse me. Wonder Dog. And I think Marvin was named Marvin after the creator of the Super Friend show. Marvin Harris, I think? Marvin Hanna-Barbera? No, Marvin. the guy who originally <laughs> came up with the concept is Marvin Gardens? Marvin Harris? Let me look here. Anyway. Marvin D. Martian. All right, well, we're going to get into hero teams here in a little bit later. Uh, but, Brendan, what was the last movie you saw? Last movie I watched was uh, I w- I've, uh, I've I've cut ties with my family video. What? And uh, I've what, got did, did you just own too much in late fees or what? No, no. I just I uh, I got the internet back, and it's this amazing thing. Oh yeah. I can watch all these movies for just one low price a month, and uh, it's got a lot of original content on it. I don't know if you've heard of this thing called N- uh, Netflix. No, I have not. Tell me more. So. Uh, no, but I've been able to stream some things. So I watched uh, the incredible Jessica James, which I was a little disappointed by, considering uh, my love for Jessica Williams and Chris O'Dowd. I don't think I'm familiar with that. What is it about? It's it was just a super like tropic tale of a playwright in New York not getting the credit she deserves or thinks she deserves. And, uh, you know, she just broke up with her boyfriend, so she's got all these ideals on what a relationship should be and how she, you know, takes... Sounds like a real upper. Uh, dude, it's just, like I said, it was very lot of, like, in-your-face tropes, and it was just like, come on, I don't need to be hit over the head with this. Like, we huh. get it. And there's, like, a, you know, she teaches a theater class, and there's another little girl in the... Who is you know supposed to represent her as a child, and it's like right. we get it. <laughs> so, uh, but I did also watch uh, "Win It Big" uh, from Jake Johnson. From uh, is that the uh, gambling movie with yeah. him and um, Michael Keegan? Yeah, yeah, really, really good. Is it? I almost started watching that the other day when I saw it. I liked it because I have like. And uh, I have a really hard time watching those. How f- how fucked up can we get in a movie before we have to like Learn your turn lesson. the ship around? Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so it's just There's like, only so much of that shit you can watch. Dude, and it's, it gives me the most anxiety cuz I'm always <laughs> just like, "Oh my god, you're an idiot. Like, why are you doing this?" How stupid can one person yeah, be and exactly. and why are we watching this story of this stupid Unfold. person? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it was really honestly surprising. I and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So Brian? What, about, uh, wait, what about you, Brian? What was the last movie you watched? Well, since we took a week off, I got a couple. Okay. Uh, we went out and saw Atomic Blonde. Oh. Yes. Did you love it? Loved it. Did you take the boy or the I, wife? I loved it both. I loved Ooh, it like a, racy. I loved it like I like loved John Wick. Okay. So it is John Wick. It is pretty much John Wick, but a little. I don't know. Definitely yeah. a lot sexier. A little more Euro, but it was good. A lot sexier. How James do? James McAvoy. Oh, he did great. How uncomfortable was it watching with your son and your wife? I wasn't too <laughs> bad because I was on the right. My wife was in the middle. My son was on the le- You know, we were on opposite ends. And well, there's a couple scenes where I was getting punched because she was not as comfortable as I was. <coughs> Is that right? But I'm like, you know, he's 17 and has the internet. True. It's hard to keep a... Uh, I'm sure he's seen... Most of that. He's seen some shit, I'm sure. <laughs> There's nothing in an R-rated movie that he hasn't seen already. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So. What is it, Rule 64, if it's out there, it's on the internet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was good. And then uh, I did watch the Batman Harley movie. Oh, yeah, you were texting me. The animated feature. I have to give it, like, you know, three thumbs up. Yeah. It was uh, it was really good. The intro is awesome. The the art is awesome. The, the writing is awesome. Okay. Uh, you're gonna love it. Yeah, I yeah. Because there's just so many throw-ins and throwbacks, and I mean, it's all over the place. The stuff Good. they're doing, it's it was really cool. Now, did you hear I saw this this weekend about the 10-year uh, anniversary of all of the DC animated that you can buy on iTunes? No. You can get oh, all, no, 30 all 30 movies. movies yeah. yeah, yeah. They've had that for a little bit. Has it? Okay. And I just saw it this they've, weekend. I think they've released it every time one of those comes out. But unfortunately, I've been buying them individually. As they come out. Which they never go on sale. Uh, and they don't have like a digital disc replay where you can resell your digital downloads. No, no, no. But why would I want to? Yeah. I like it. What about you, Ted? Uh, been busy getting ready for the soon arrival. Of it's on the radar. Uh, but I did sit down and watch Nice Guys the other night. I caught it like it, like just happened to c- sitting on the couch eating dinner. Like it, it was like. Friday night at 10 o'clock and it was like just starting. That's the Russell Crowe, yeah. uh, Ryan Gosling, 1970s, Shane Black, which yeah. went and saw it in the theater and like maybe it caught bits and pieces of it just flipping through HBO, but then actually like the timing of it all was right, boom, 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 and just sat down and watched it and it's still enjoyable and like you do definitely pick up on things that you may not have the first time. Okay. So. Uh, and it holds up, that's for sure. So, that was the last one I saw, and we haven't been to the theater for a good minute, so. Very cool. Yeah, just busy. I want to try to go one more time before he gets here, just so that we can actually go to a movie. <laughs> so. He killed me with this. Well, it, it'll probably stop here for a little bit. Dad, are we not going to be, are we not going to be best friends once you have this child? Oh, we'll always be best friends. Okay, great. We'll be the three best friends. <laughs> 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 All 
Alright, let's uh, get into some review of the past week. We had uh, Hitman's Bodyguard with Ryan Reynolds and Sam Jackson versus Logan Lucky, which is Soderbergh's I'm Not Quite Retired reti- retirement movie, uh, Channing Tatum and uh, Adam Driver. Mm-hmm. And it's getting like crazy good reviews, but it only pulled in like $7 million. And Hitman's Bodyguard barely beat your doll movie Annabelle creation um yeah hitman's bodyguard pulled in 21 Annabelle stayed there with 15 so and le- I mean it's just it you know it goes to show you how good a horror movie can honestly do in 2017 I mean look at that with budget of 15 million and in its second week it's at 64 total well that's the thing with those is that like if they're even halfway good then word of mouth is going to get around and you're going to pull in a pretty solid weekend yeah. or second weekend well, it's so like you look at, like, Get Out, which cost, like, what, $4 million, they said? <laughs> yeah. And it banked at, like, $400 million. Right. So, but um, there ain't shit coming out for the next two weeks. The next big re- release that we've got is It, and that's, like, September 8th or 9th. So it's going to be quiet for the next couple weeks, boys. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Maybe we'll um, have a j- I want to get out and see the Hitman's Bodyguard. Cause that yeah, looks I do want to see that. Yeah. It does not look like Dark Tower's on cover budget. Yeah, that's looking rough. And they've been advertising like crazy, so they got all that in there, too. And I don't think they're going to pick up the TV show. I <laughs> don't think so. Uh, but I, d- like I think Hitman's Bodyguard would be a good drive-in flick. Yeah. I haven't so seen a drive-in yet. But, like, here. Take a look at this. On this um, podcast that's... No, you guys audio. take a look at this. <laughs> Shut up. Like for oh, Birth of the Dragon comes out next weekend. Right, but on fifteen hundred screens. Okay. okay, is that full release then or no? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you got to pay extra for full release. Oh, easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but look at this: I, All Saints, Birth of the Dragon, Leap. None of them are getting great big backing. No. And then Tulip, Tulip Fever? Fever, never heard of. And then you get. Home again, and then it on February or uh, so basically August eighth. August is the opposite of March. August is done until September eighth. So the question that I'm going to pose to you guys is, what's going to carry the box office next week? Hitman Bodyguard with 21 million. It's, oh, I mean, it must be the back to school effect that no one really wants to release too much with all that going on across the country. Well, of course not. Or does Logan Lucky take uh, take I a lead there? I don't know. I think a lot of people were apprehensive about that just because it looked kind of stupid. It just looked like it didn't look together. But then, but then it's getting like remarkable reviews. Yeah, so it could pull out. It might. Like to me, I'd almost want to see that over Hitman's Bodyguard just because to me that looks it could be more interesting because it's Soderbergh, and he pulls. You break Roll your eyes all you want, man. But the dude pulls off a caper movie like nobody else. So. Yeah, but you're that's when you're you know we're talking big money. You're talking about masses. The masses aren't going to think like that, and they're going to go see the thing that looks like it's funny, and that's going to have Samuel. Right. Isles. This is going to be another sure. one of these bullshit Oscar contenders that nobody's going <laughs> to fucking go watch. Like Dunkirk. Like Dunkirk. But like next week, I don't know. I mean. So you you guys are seeing what's coming out. Yeah, yeah. So make a prediction. Who's going to win the box office next week? I would say Lucky or Logan Lucky takes it. Really? Yeah. I'm going to go yeah. with the the, the uh, Hitman's Bodyguard because we're we'll probably see that this week. I like the way Brian's thinking. 
I'm going to say Hitman's Bodyguard, but I don't know. I almost want to say that stupid doll movie's going to come back and win. Annabelle. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to say Annabelle's going to come back and no win. No way, next really? Weekend. Yeah. All right. I'm not, I'm not mad about it. I'm just surprised. Okay, let's get into some uh, <laughs> new trailers we got this week. We got one that's uh, really interesting that we're going to talk about. It's called Loving Vincent, uh. and it is um, the story of the death of Vincent Van Gogh uh. and somebody who's trying to figure out what happened and and then exploring his life. But the kick with this one is that it is all oil painting. Completely. Do you know anything else about it besides just watching the trailer or – I they well because there was a lot of talk about it at Sundance and so that's where I initially had heard about it, uh-huh. and then seeing the trailer for the first time that looks and that so that's that's kind of where I'm at now with it, and know that you know they talked about it and raved about it. It's just it's such an interesting concept and watching the trailer just looked absolutely beautiful, and it's all done in like Van Gogh's style, and so it just it I mean it's a full circle picture. Yeah, I think it definitely looks interesting. And, and it's got a pretty good cast in it, too. Yeah, Chris O'Dowd and... Um, Sarsi. Yep. So, but anyway, I, p- I picked that one just because ain't nothing else like that out there right now. No, so God, no. And I don't know if I'm going to rush out to the theater to see that, or even if we even get played around here, but I'd definitely it, it'll take be a, a peek of it. Yeah, yeah. it'll be a Keystone cinema. You think so? Oh, yeah. It, but it almost, to me, feels like I'd get real tired of that effect real fast and that kind of herky-jerky that it was doing yeah and just yeah i agree with you i was gonna ask about that i mean it, it kind of reminds me of an aha video and <laughs> and that was probably enough Take just seems like someone went crazy with a photoshop filter yeah instagram gone bad yeah <laughs> the new instagram fil- when filter filters go bad i'm <laughs> Besides that, does it Loving look Vincent when trailers go bad? Right. Does it look at all? Does the story look interesting to you? Do you care about Vincent Van Gogh? I do care about Vincent Van Gogh, but they did not ring me in as something that made this look interesting at all. So you think maybe they're relying on the whole oil painting effect to draw people in? Maybe. Or the fact that it's about Vincent fucking Van Gogh. How he about just, that? He just yeah, but, <laughs> they, but they don't do anything to like kind of like make it interesting. The other, you know, she says. You're worried about his death, but what about how the way he lived? And, you know, they don't really show anything. Uh, Just, I don't know. Well, you don't want to blow your wad I right mean, away. he was kind of a quiet loner that... Well, he wasn't... Recluse that didn't really deal with people, so I don't know that there was much of a story. He wasn't known until way after he was dead, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. one of those things that became famous after he died. Have you... I mean, I know you guys don't particularly watch doctor who do you no no okay they uh, do no uh they, well they do a vincent van gogh episode and it is like the most heartbreakingly beautiful episode oh yeah like I, oh i wept like it was so sad and so beautiful and he like ends up the doctor goes back and like brings him to the future and shows him the uh shows him like an exhibit at an art museum dedicated to him to like prove to him how much yeah yeah I heard about that and it's just like he just becomes in awe and like continues to do the damn thing okay and then we've got uh, Darren Ofnowski's new one with Jennifer Lawrence and Javier Baldam Javier mother with an exclamation point yeah I'm I'm having a hard time liking this one 
No? No, it just seems like they're trying way too hard to make it. I mean, like, I looked at it. He's either the devil or one of them is dead. Or they're both dead. <laughs> Maybe. Well, I mean, yeah, so we watched that, and then, so, but it's titled Mother with an exclamation point. Like she's the mother of the house is what I took yeah. of those. Or maybe she's like, you know, more of a Rosemary's Baby kind of thing. Ooh. Or this is a cult of people who have been around for a while, and she's brought in to, like, maybe that's how they relive them, or they stay around as they possess some new infant or something like that. Like the others? Yeah, maybe it's like his turn, and so... See, that that's exactly what I thought of when watching the trailer the first time, was like, this is this is his rip on the others. Uh. So that was such a damn good movie, though. Yeah, I don't know, but it, I don't know. Yeah, it didn't like. I'm, I'm not, not overly, Yeah, overly ready to go see it. But you got Michelle Pfeiffer running around in some stockings, though. Uh, yeah, yeller. <laughs> and Ed Harris running around in stockings. Yeah. Is that what does I'm it not for a you? Big. F- I don't know. I usually like stuff that he's in. Javier's in, but Javier is one of the most legitimate, terrifying people <laughs> on their yeah. own. One of the better Bond Bond villain villains recently. And he was. Yeah. I'll give yeah. that to him. And he was in something else here recently. I really liked him in. No Country for Old Men. No, not Sugar. that. I didn't even really want to watch that. Oh my! The, like, oh legitimate nightmares after watching <laughs> that movie. It's so scary. Built so bad for cows. Ugh. Um, so that was the first trailer for that. And then uh, the last one we're going to talk about is Aaron Sorkin's new movie called Molly's Game. And this is a total Aaron Sorkin movie. Right, for sure. So first time directing. R- written and I, directed by. As I explained to Ted before the podcast. <laughs> he, you uh, know. Uh, he doubted me, but it is his first so time directing. So what did you think about this one? Are you, I mean, are you jet? Like, I feel like we're having a hard time gripping you this week, Brian. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah, nothing. None of those really like drugs at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think this is going to be like pushed as an Oscar contender. I mean, God it's definitely it. got that cast, and it's. I mean, they're la- they're throwing it out there all over the place. Oscar winner Kevin Costner, Oscar yeah. nominee Idris Elba. Oscar. Da, 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 da. I mean, you got Aaron Sorkin and Idris Elba, so I'll be in the seat. I think so. I, I mean, I know. love. I mean, I love Idris Elba. I love Kevin Costner. I didn't quite get what it was. Oh, well, I mean... She runs an underground poker yeah. game that gets looks busted. Good. But so. it looks like all her movies, right? That was another one we just watched was uh, uh, The Zookeeper's Wife that she was in, and she did a great job in that. Oh, is that the one about the lady smuggling Jews through mm-hmm. the lion's pen or whatever yeah, it was? Yeah, yeah. You can't just say that. <laughs> That's <laughs> what it was about. It was during World War II. Uh, she was smuggling Jewish people. There you go, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> Jewish people... Through the zoo or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, in a way. Good God. But it was, uh, it was both horrific and touching and 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 a really amazing movie. But I just I've never been this a Jessica Chastain fan. So when does Matt well, Damon she, come she along picks, and buy it? She picks like the same, almost kind of movies that kind of cerebral versus drama. Yeah. You know, and and they're always good, but they're always in that Oscar kind of mode, where it's. S- there's there's that thing that you're talking about that 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 thing that's an Oscar contender movie. Yeah. You know that's like overly dramatized or overly something I can't quite put my finger on, but it's 
but it's common amongst all those things that start hitting about October for the Oscars. Uh, right? right, yeah. Like, she's never going to be in a springtime movie, or as Brian calls it, the beginning of summer. Yes, in March. But March. <laughs> she's not going to be a March a March babe. But, yeah, I do. I always feel like she's just, like, thirsty for that Oscar. Yeah. And is always in kind of those roles. And it looks like Kevin Costner's in the same costume he was in in, in the... Uh, in, in like his last two movies, <laughs> he's got his scarf on, scarf walking the dog. Suit, yeah. What was the, the, uh, the more recent uh, hidden figures? No, the, the spy one. It was the Jack Ryan movie, wasn't it? That he Shadow Recruit. Shadow Recruit. Yeah, that might be what I'm thinking. The one where he's the, the CIA. No. Upper two. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, young Jack Ryan, it. right? The Chris Pine one. Yeah. With Chris Pine, that one. Gotcha. Looked like he had the same setup as that one. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it looked good. It's kind of interesting, you know, because <coughs> that whole gambling thing. I'm trying to figure out who uh, Michael Senya is playing. Sarah. 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 I think he's probably playing somebody close to who he actually is. I was hoping that... You think it's fictional? Because they they're talking about his, like, movie stars. Yeah. yeah. And I was so like, I was like, is this, like, a Woody Allen, or... I was hoping that it was, like, Michael Sarah playing Michael Sarah. Like, yeah. I love no, it's, this is Michael Sarah as Michael Sarah in This is the End. Right. Like, that's yeah. my favorite interpretation of Michael Sarah. But it's, like, uh, 80s-ish, maybe? 80s, 90s? I would say 90s. No, this is, like... Now? Yeah. No, no, I her makeup and I would say this not. was probably more like when the big poker boom came about. Like early 2000s? Yeah. No, I think it's even earlier than that. This is like post-disco. Because this is... No. Because <laughs> they, they were like utilizing computers <laughs> and shit like that. Oh, yeah, she was on a computer, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah. No, this is like I definitely uh, more recent time. Because this is a yeah, real I story. Think this, yeah, this is early 2000s. This is based on a real yeah. life story. All right. I'd buy that. Anyway, she I looked d- like I she was dressed and made up. Her costume it was like very. It's because well, fashion is circular. Well, and I think they were trying, and I'm not trying to knock the lady, but they were trying to make her look definitely younger. Yeah. So. But that's Molly's game, and I'm sure we'll hear more about that as time goes on. And then our final review, uh, the we got the final Defenders trailer like two days before it came out on Netflix. So yeah, before it dropped on Friday. I mean, as if you needed any more reason to want to watch this. They just give you a little bit more. Oh, man. And it was just like team up after team up. And it's like that's what – and the fact that, you know, we're talking about it this week, like that's what I love is how they work to get – like because we've all read the comic books and stuff like that, played the video games or what have you. But it's like to see it on screen is just like something magical. Yeah. Yeah. It takes you back to seeing the Avengers for the first time oh on my the big God. screen. Yeah. I cried at that, too. It was gorgeous. So, out of the three of us, Brian, you've already watched the whole series, right? Yeah. And Brennan and I haven't had a chance to. Now we're going to sit down on Sunday, hopefully, and bust it out. Knock them all out. How does the trailer compare to... How How is the advertising the trailers compared to what you actually get? Without spoilers. Yeah. Um, Not probably going to fulfill your whole teamwork thing that you're looking for type of thing. Okay. Um, That's a real bummer. I mean, it. I'm trying to say things without spoiler. And Did I get my hallway scene? That's all I really want. Yeah. Do, does the trailers represent? Not. Uh, damn, I just had it in my head. Do they? Do the trailers do the show justice? Okay. Yeah. Do, does it do it justice? Does the show do the trailers justice? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's, it's good. It's just. 
it, the trailers do what every trailer does, right? It highlights the highlights and diminishes the lows, and you're going to get a lot more of the lows than you get the highlights when you see the whole thing. Of the four that are out there, what tone does it most resemble? Of the other four shows that we've seen? Mostly, I mean, it, it, this is very much a uh, Iron Fist show. No shit. Yeah. Really? Yeah, wow. This is, this is pretty much Iron Fist and, and sprinkle some Daredevil on top. Okay, I thought this was going to be like a Daredevil heavy show. I, I thought it was going to be more Jessica Jones Daredevil. Yeah. So. Okay. No, that's I mean definitely how the trailers make it seem, so maybe Brian's onto something. Sure. I mean, it, it's definitely a, a, a carry-on of the story of all four of them. Right. And what's been going on, which really accumulated with the Iron Fist yeah. series. And so it's really picking up after Iron Fist, so it feels very Iron Fisty. And <laughs> 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 once again, you have to pay extra for that. Yeah. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> but, you, uh, but you get, you know, the... I mean, I think if you sat back... Oh, no, that didn't work either. Let's say if you ranked them by the popularity of the series, that would be about the way they... Well, that ain't out true. Snow, but, it, but it's not true. Well, I, Iron Fist is the most popular of the four. It's the yeah. second second most watched Netflix original show outside of Orange is the New Black. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. So if that is the case, then yes, that probably pans out. Okay. All right, let's move into some news real quick. Brendan, what do you got in the world of DC? Uh, we got a couple little tidbits here. We've got uh, some TV news. Katie Sackoff from uh, Battlestar Galactica fame will be on The Flash this season as uh, the villain, the blacksmith. Uh, huh. So it'll be good to see her doing some more nerdy stuff because she did a pretty cool... Uh, fan-made Power Rangers video a couple years ago with James Vanderbeek that was pretty sweet. Uh, but it'll be, yeah, it'll be good to have her on the silver screen again. Right? Is the TV silver screen? Did I just say no. that right? No, that's, nope. that's the, the gray screen. Gray screen. Is that right? Black screen? Black no, screen. there is no. Small screen. Small screen. Small screen. Small screen. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, but yeah, so it'll be good to see her on the small screen again. Uh, Patty Jenkins is also in final talks to take over Wonder Woman 2. Like, I mean, we know it's going to happen. It just needs to be. This inked. is like the world's longest negotiations ever. I, and it's like it doesn't make any damn sense. Like, girl, you know you want to do Wonder Woman 2. Well, they, I, had, I they thought, had the opportunity to sign her Yeah. before the movie came out, and the studio opted not to. I now, thought she got no, finalized, so and she's like the highest paid female director. She so is. Or she would be if this goes through. Right. Is so what they were so saying. So now she's got kind of the power. Yeah. Everybody knows that she's got to do it. So. For sure. So I'm sure they're trying to not have to pay her as much as that she's deserved. Uh, and then Willem Dafoe is out doing some uh, press for the Netflix movie Death Note based on the popular anime. And he got to talking a little bit about... Uh, Aquaman, since they're still currently filming that, and uh, I guess he has a small, a very small bit in the Justice League movie, but he talked about how they're like all of their underwater scenes and how it's not really underwater and how they're all just using, like they're utilizing like cables to make it look like they're all swimming and whatnot, so I thought that was kind of an interesting way to tackle that, because I was wondering how they were doing that. Given the couple Who of scenes, he in, do he, we know? Yeah, he plays an advisor to uh, Arthur. 
so I can't remember his name though. I think it starts with an O. Uh, but then in the world of comics, we are getting a four-part series in October, uh, based around the Joker, where they are officially giving him the name Jack Napier, from uh, the 1988 Batman movie Tim Burton did with uh, Jack Nicholson. I saw that. Is it that big of a deal? Yeah, it's pretty so big. He's never had a history or a real he's, name or yeah. anything. Didn't, Didn't he have a name in the Red Hood? No. You, with all that backstory, you never see it, hear a name or anything? Uh-uh. Nope. Because where he did. And, uh, well, and then, yeah, like Brian said, like it's the first time that they've actually given him a name since the movie. 88 movie. And that's yeah. the only time that it would ever it was ever referenced. And so. Well, no, the he was, well, yeah, never mind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's all I got this week. Brian, what about you in the uh, galaxy far, far away? Not much, really, no. Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Sure you don't have any unconfirmed rumors we could talk about? Yeah. Nothing uh, at all? From our fake news Nothing. sources? Yeah. No, actually, a lot of the stuff out there is coming from all the toys. They're getting ready to release on Force Friday 2. Which is? Up, uh, September 1. Is that right? Is it on September 1 this year? Uh, that's a Friday. That's it, then. So, we have to keep our tradition up. Go out at midnight. Hell yes. Wa- go buy a bunch of toys that we'll soon hate. <laughs> once we see the movie. And uh, a lot of them seem Is to be tied to this little wrist action thing. that So, you wear this gauntlet that has all the sounds and stuff in it. So, then when you pick up a ship and fly it around, it makes the ship sounds. If you pick up a character, it says the things that the character is supposed to say. What were they calling that? Like Force Flex or something like something that? Something like that. Are you... What if you pick up more than one? What if you have a character inside of a ship? You, well, then they probably, say the things, they probably say the things that they say when they're in the ship. I would hope right. they okay. thought about that much. Uh, but one of, the, one of the best pieces of news out of all this, of all the toys that are leaking out, is uh, we get a reference scale to Snoke. Oh, is that right? That he looks like he's maybe seven, eight feet tall. Okay. Which leads me to believe that he's really Chewbacca without fur. <laughs> I always thought that he looked like... Um, he's a hairless Wookiee. Oh, the the things that made the clones. Oh, that, the uh, oh, Genovians? Or gen- no? Uh, Genosian. No, 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 no. no, 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 no the, the, the tall... Caminos. Caminos, yeah, that's Caminos, right. Caminos. Yeah. Yeah, they have a really long, skinny neck. He doesn't have that kind of neck. Yeah, no, he looks like an advertisement for a non-smoking. I think campaign. maybe he's a hairless Wookiee. <laughs> now that I think about it. But I yeah, think that's the only looks theory like that I've not actually heard yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting it out there now. Here you go, Ted. Ted, hit it. Big ball prediction. Snoke is a hairless Wookiee. Saying it here now. <laughs> So that, that, that was like a kind of a big thing because they didn't want that out yet and uh, yeah. with, with that release there. Well, and they released that picture a couple months ago when they did that Vanity Fair one, and it was like yeah. you could actually see what he looked yeah, like. Yeah, really look at him. So he definitely has like human skin and, yeah. Holes in his neck. and Yeah, man. What's, what's the first Friday exclusive? Uh, we're getting, yeah, that picture there. Yeah. Uh, well, Lego's got the uh, this little sand, uh, sand trooper. Tri- yeah. That uh, figure that you get that's on a new connectable base that has like a backdrop and everything. So it looks like there's going to be some more than one more things you can add to that. Mm -hmm. Uh, That would be cool. Like if uh, that came with 
the set so that you could put your minifigs together. Yeah, like if every minifig had its own little base, you can just snap them all together. That would be pretty cool that if they start doing that. For sure. Um, I'd be more apt to get them out of the package at that point. Yeah. Because all my little exclusives <laughs> I've left in the package. Uh, well, what, was it last year or the year before? It was just the, <laughs> the exclusive was that wall, the yeah, it was brick just a, wall. It was just a little God, it was a brick was with the brick on there. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was like, terrible. Really? That was so shitty. Yeah. That, that was bad. That was last year or two years ago? Two years ago. Two years ago because okay. it was for The Force Awakens. Yeah, it was gotcha. the one for Force Awakens. The the one last year wasn't all that the first quarter great. Yeah. Right. Uh, so there's, but there looks to be a lot of products coming out. We saw that Lego is going to announce their biggest set yet in October, right. which is going to be a Star Wars-based item. Which we're all thinking is the... You're thinking, but everyone seems uh, to be thinking it's the... Ultimate Collector Series. Ultimate Collector's Falcon. Which making it the biggest like set ever is like what thirty thousand? No, like it's gonna be like six thousand pieces. Yeah, oh pretty right. big. Yeah, Taj Mahal was like five fifty five hundred or something. Is that their biggest so far? Taj Mahal. Yeah. No. No. I thought it's nope. not the Ghostbuster house. <laughs> no. As much as you want it to be. No. It wasn't the. I thought it was the. Uh, the Tower Bridge. I, I thought it had more pieces than the Ghostbusters. No, the. Uh, I thought it was Taj Mahal. Oh, my God. Carousel? No, the flying thing from the Avengers. (laughs) 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 Jesus, why can't I think? Join us on Nerdspeak. (laughs) We're talking about nerdy things and (laughs) try to pretend to know what we're talking about. We're experts in the field. Uh, Right. No, the shield carrier. The helicarrier? The helicarrier? No. I think think that's true. I think that's the biggest set. I think you're Uh, confusing that with the larger-than-life... G.I. Joe set from the day. <laughs> no. The aircraft carrier from that. I thought for the longest time it was Taj Mahal. Or I think the, or the original carrier Anyway. Brian, look it up on your damn computer. 11 biggest Lego sets of all time. Shield Herald Carrier, number 11. Oh. The Imperial Star Destroyer, number 10. That's the easy. Super Star Destroyer comes in at number 9. Yeah, followed by the Grand guy, right? Carousel yeah. at number 8. There you go. The Sandcrawler, number 7. Which you never got, sucker. The Eiffel Tower comes in at number six. Death Star 2 at number five. Okay. And that's what they got in Spider-Man. Death yeah. Star 4. Oh. Is Death Star is coming in at number it's four. The fourth version. There's two Death Stars. Yeah. Right, right. One is bigger than the other. And I think he has Death Star 1 in Spider-Man. In Spider-Man, yeah. Uh, Tower Bridge comes in at number three. Falcon. No, there's already an Ultimate Collector's Edition Millennium Falcon. It's coming in at number two. Taj Mahal, number one. What? 59. Uh, come on. No, no. I want to hear it. 5922 is one of the pieces. Give me that hashtag. Ted's. Falcon's Falcon. not, not far, far behind. behind. <laughs> Oops. Sorry. Give me that hashtag, Jordan. <laughs> Ted's right. <laughs> I'm just going to keep, I'm going to record that and just loop it over and over and over. Ted's right. It's going to be our new intro. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so. Since we already have an ultimate collection. Falcon. We do already have a U- UCS. Yeah. I don't know. Isn't there going to be like another line? They're going to call it like Super Big Dick Millennium Falcon or something. Well, I'm sure they'll figure out something to call it. This is the Ultimate that's Collection. Not UCS. It says Ultimate Collector's Edition Millennium Falcon. No, that's Ultimate Collector's Edition. There's an Ultimate Collector series. They're different. Yeah, because it comes with a little plaque and stand usually yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I agree. But they're right. supposed to Which have. Is and that, it's that's supposed what to the have like is everybody. The Star Destroyer. Everybody that's ever essentially stepped well, like foot in the Millennium Falcon. Well, like they've got the X-Wing out right now. they got the, the Slave One. The Snowspeeder. The Snowspeeder, so. 
they've done an R2D2, yeah. But it should be, yeah, because uh, Ryan and I were talking about it the other day, and he was talking about how they, they were saying that it should come with yeah. essentially everybody that's ever stepped foot, and so it'd have, like, two Han Solos, two Chewbacca's, hmm. Ray, Finn, Leia, Luke, Obi-Wan. We'll see. Uh, we're also we're also getting more BB series droids in the next movie. Oh, like yeah, did you see the pop? There's a pop that they put out there. I've the not seen it. The evil BB. Yeah, droid? there's an imp- or a, a resistance or what do they call themselves now? Um, the pop. It's black. Yeah. Okay. Couple new. Pops. Oh, so that means it's bad. Uh, couple new. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm not the one who painted yeah, it. Yeah. All right, Ted. God, he's just offending everything today. Um. So what happens when you put a microphone in front of a man <laughs> with, with thoughts and feelings. So, yeah, we're getting more BB droids for sure. There's not just one exclusive one for Poe. Um, what else? Oh, yeah, so they're in final negotiations talks for the uh, Obi-Wan uh, movie, which will be apparently the next uh, spinoff from after Han Solo. Okay. And, and then who are they going to hire just to fire? Because <laughs> that seems to be the theme. It's like a Trump administration know. over there. Hey, yo. And then you guys seem Zing. to think that the other rumors are Yoda and uh, It's not. We, it, it, we read it. It's, <laughs> it's not like we're making shit up. We read it, man. Well, I, I, mean, I, can't I, I can't find it. any collaborating evidence of this. Collaborating. 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 Co- collaboration? Collaboration. No one else is saying it. Officially. <sighs> no. Officially. Okay. Since they're generally just talking about... They're still talking about obi-wan they're not going to be talking about jabba the i swear Ted other than someone at the table probably said hey maybe we should do jabba someday jabba the hunt movie it's the first thing that pops up when i type in jabba just because it's on the internet doesn't mean it's real i'm just saying we've all seen it though rumored jabba the hut movie is too much for star wars fans what do you mean it's too much? Jabba the Hutt spinoff being considered. It's all right here. It's right uh, there. The, the, the magical internet. little device. Screen rant. They're pretty. They're pretty. Uh. Resistance BB unit is what it's called. And then. Uh, so that's a good. Good yeah. guy. No. Even though it's black. Mm. Are you sure? He has a goofy head too. Yes. Oh, it's got like a squared off head, doesn't he? Yeah. He looks a little bit Wally like. Yes, the resistance is the good guy, right? I don't know. Because you got the New Order, which are the bad guys. Yeah, you're right. And then the resistance. The <laughs> resistance. So, anyhow. I think that's uh, mostly <coughs> it. There was a lot of little things, mostly all toy-driven. It's been pretty quiet in the Star Wars front light, but I'm sure it's getting ready to When the Porg, the Porg toy comes out, we get to find out what it sounds like. Porg. Yeah, I saw Porky the pop Porky. for that, too. And there, <laughs> there's this worry that they're going to turn into... It's either going to be Ewoks or Jar Jar. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think, we're gonna see, I think what we'll see for Christmas are crossover, like Hatchimals. And with probably Furbies with the Porgs. Dude, they did that with the Tamagotchis when I was younger, and mm-hmm. you could like have like a Rancor one, yeah. and you fed it like little people. stick people. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. But it was like either a Pretty Rancor, good. Yoda, or R2-D2 you could take care of. 
Nice. Loved it. Ted, what about you in the Marvel world there, buddy? Uh, we got seven character posters for the debacle coming out called The Inhumans. Um, you just give it a chance. I, mean, I, I will tell you this: the, the, the trailer. second trailer, they did fix her hair. Yeah, it does look yeah. uh, better. So, I'll give you that much. Um, but then we got the seven character posters. You got Medusa, and then there's Black Bolt. I just don't know how in love I am. Maximus. With the yeah, I'm not either. Karnak. Karnak does look good, though. I will give him that. I just can The only thing I think of when I hear that is the fucking bit yeah. Johnny Carson used to yeah. do. Uh, Triton. Crystal. The princess. Gorgon. Shoot, shoot down to his legs. I need to see that real quick. Did they give him hooves? Okay, tight. Because yep. yep. you could kind of see him in the trailer, and I was like, they better have done it. Look at that. It looks and like they did it with high heels, though, underneath the <laughs> Yeah, <bird>. it does, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we got those seven, and those are slated. That's supposed to come out uh, at the end of September with the IMAX release September 1st. Yes. Which does not make any sense. Are so you actually going to go pay to see this? Ted, we have to. It's so not an option anymore. We run it's like the most job. successful podcast in Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> we go, it's our we, job. We go hit the force thing on fr- on. You know, we do a live no, we, we, And then go right to the movie. We, we do the movie, and then we time the movie so that we go do Force Friday after. Well, doesn't it... Does Force Friday happen at midnight on Friday night or midnight Thursday night? Midnight Thursday night. Oh, is it Thursday night? Okay. Well, there you go. Um, and then we got some pictures of Ant-Man 2 filming. Uh, we get a couple pictures of uh, Michael Douglas. He looks pretty much the same. And then a couple pictures of Paul Rudd and... Um, does he look as good as he did in the, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2? Who, Paul Rudd? No. <laughs> Nothing. I was... That's Kirk Russell. I know. That's, <laughs> Kirk, that's, that's Kurt Russell. Kirk. <laughs> Kurt Russell, not Michael Douglas. <laughs> he said Kirk Douglas. He said Kirk Douglas. Did I say Kurt Douglas? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's I apologize. <laughs> Michael Douglas. Uh, he looks pretty much the same, but then Paul Rudd and... Eve, say your name. Evangeline At Lily. Evangeline Lily. They are seen with, like, fucking cocoon capes on. Like, total body wrap. Oh. So you can't tell what the hell they're wearing. So I imagine, which is kind of odd considering they gave you, we we saw the, co- the her costume at the we end of the first like one. We saw, like, three-fourths made, though. Like, there were still, like, Right, but then, I mean, then there's, like, all kinds of concept art being released. It's like, what really are you trying to hide? Concept so. art is never final art. You know, I know. That. Uh, and then we got some set pictures of the Avengers uh, 4 in China. And then there's supposedly... Uh, China. China. G- China. China. And then s- there's supposedly a picture of Chris Evans and uh, Extra standing there. And they're debating if it's actually Chris Evans. All you can see is that it's some white dude with a beard. And Gotta be Chris Evans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Certainly couldn't have been me standing there. <laughs> right, or anybody else. So that it, that's the big debate. And then we also got a international trailer dropped for Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, we did. With Doctor Strange in it. Yeah, it did. So <laughs> it's, um, it's becoming Thor and the gang. Uh. <laughs> but I think we definitely get Doctor Strange in the beginning of the movie when he's coming to New York to find Odin. 
And then he runs into Hella. That's about it. Relatively quiet. Otherwise, I mean, they're in post-production for Black Panther. Uh, Ragnarok's getting ready to come out. And then they just started Avengers 4. So. All right. But, yeah. So. Moving on, we're going to get into our main topic now. And uh, we're going to talk about our hero team-ups. What's your favorite? Uh, Do they work in all the cases? Which ones don't work? And what makes a good team versus a bad team? And I think this we can try to compass this not just superheroes or heroes, but like baseball teams. We can we can bring in baseball. We can talk about football if you guys want. But I'm just saying in the world of nerdy, like if you want to talk about the Rebel Alliance or you know anything Next generation versus original series, right? Stuff like that. If you wanted to talk talk about Star Trek, so Brian, which hero team up is your favorite? My We're favorite. Of all time. Hero team up. I mean, probably Justice League. Yeah. All all iterations. Every iteration? You've never had a bad experience? <laughs> I don't know. Mostly no. But, I mean, I, I like that because it's a, it's a revolving cast, so to speak. Uh-huh. So you're not just always... Well, Justice League Unlimited definitely was. Well, and that's kind of my problem with it is that, especially the cartoon series, that they just it just kept going and going, and, and you're like bringing in the oddball team member of the week. Right. I love that though. Really? Yeah, that's I absolutely. Like, like that's why I thought Batman: Brave and the Bold, the cartoon series and the comic book series back in the day, like worked so well, is because you had like a staple character that it's like, okay, I know, like tried and true. Going to be a good time. Work, work with whoever but that then, is. Yeah, and, then, and like you slowly get introduced to this like expansive as hell world. Yeah, but I mean, some of those characters are just bullshit characters. Some of them are, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Wha- what's I his name? I don't give a like, shit Wilda about Captain Cowboy and <laughs> or uh, first off, his name is Vigilante. <laughs> what are what are the two guys? The two bird guys. Hawk, Hawk and, and Dove. Dove. Yes, ridiculous. No, no they're not ridiculous. Can you get the fuck out? Come on. They might be in the live-action Teen Titans show. <laughs> Lord help us all. Yeah. But I mean, like, uh, yeah, like, what? Well, did you you watch Brave and the Bold, didn't you, Brian? Some of it. I didn't watch all of it. Well, and you've been a DC. You remember yeah. the guy that, what's it, is his Two Beasts or something like that? Where he can, like, take two animals and become, like, a combination of the both of them. Ooh, I'm not seeing and that he's one. got like a luchador mask and like a loincloth and like that's it. <laughs> like I think he's gonna be so on he's the Wonder Twins rolled up into one. <laughs> Kinda, but it's like, oh, man, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, you look that up. I think his name's like Man of Two Beast or something like that. But he's an interesting. Like I thought he was a cool, fun like side character, to where it's like he has obviously like no place on a team whatsoever, <laughs> but. He was fun for a cool little team up like that. For a hot second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you would always get like two 10 to 11 minute episodes with each Brave and the Bold episode. All right. So, Brian, if Justice League is your favorite, do you favor the classic Justice League or do you like having the expanded roster? I like having the expanded roster. Okay. Just because I like, you know, having that mix up of flavor every once in a while, something different, something, yeah. something to, you know, kind of expand your universe sure what about you brennan favorite hero team up gotta go x-men 92 oh yeah that's what got me into the whole thing (laughs) uh but if not that then definitely young justice i really really got a kick out of that show 
and I love all those characters because they're from like the Teen Titans series, nice, which I've grown to love. But uh, the Young Justice television series was just—it was so good, and like it was really cool to see how a team that had already been a team before revamps and revitalizes themselves to like become more important, and how they like can figure themselves into an adult world. Okay. And so, because they were always doing, like, goofy little side missions, but it's, like, now that they're, like, actually in it, in the thick, doing real things, they, like, have to be able to adjust. And so I thought that was really cool. Gotcha. What about your favorite? Who's your favorite team? I I mean, I gotta go classic Avengers. I mean, you take the four bigs that, that were out there. So you're saying Hulk, Thor, Iron Man, Cap. Right. And you bring them together, and you know you throw in Ant Man and Wasp, or uh, yeah, Ant Man and Wasp, and yeah, to me that that was just like, why not? You've got relatively successful comic lines out there together. Mm-hmm. Let's team them all up, and you know, and it just seemed like then the stakes were higher, you know? Yeah. Because like the way that it's written, it's like definitely heavy in the dramatics, and you know, um you didn't know if they were going to make it out <laughs> type somebody's going to die which was like right. on the cover of almost every single one of them so but i mean to An me avenger dies in this <laughs> issue <laughs> right and then you find out that they made a dog an avenger for the week <laughs> right yeah but still you Sparky know he got hit by a car <laughs> <laughs> but i think i gotta go with the granddaddy of them all i mean it, and it and it and it, it appeals more to me just in that classic sense yeah you know than anything else like, I appreciate that you can only do so many different things with a person having abilities, you know? So then you get characters like Vigilante or Hawk and Dove that, you know, aren't front and center of their universe. So, which one do you think is, like, a bad case of team or of, of a team? Mm-hmm. Didn't necessarily have to be the worst team out there, but like just something that just didn't work. Just didn't go well together. Yeah. Uh, man, I don't know. That is difficult because I do enjoy. Like, I'll, I'll tell you that. Like, this one sticks in my mind where I think they overkill the Avengers, where you've got West Coast Avengers and East Coast Avengers, and then they, you well, know, they did the same thing with X Men, where you've got. Right, different the chapters, and the then you Alpha gotta Force and Beta. Well, those were all different. Those were all different, though. They weren't. They were not X Men. Those were just different teams. Right. Okay. Alpha but Flight, as he keep thinking, or X Force, yeah. which are like the X Men in the future. Okay. But they had like the Canadian division and the. No, those weren't. No, like those X-Men. were. They're, they're they were the Avengers. Set. Oh, it was like the Canadian Avengers. Uh, right, but they uh, but they had like West. They did have West Coast Avengers. Avengers were like Canadian X Men. Black Panther. No, they didn't. Yeah, because Night or this is Nightcrawler is one of them. That's Excalibur. Okay. Yeah. Not X Men though. That's just his own team. Yeah, but they were Excalibur. But it was EX. It wasn't even like a clever. That X was the whole thing. Game. It was a big X. It was E, and then a big X. <laughs> caliber. <laughs> okay, Brian. I thought you they can't went over. Tell me they weren't mutants and they weren't X Men. They weren't X Men. What were they? 
they were their own, like, it was literally its own subsect thing, like, Charles Xavier had nothing to do with it, they did not, like, call the Academy home. Look it up if you want, I don't give a shit. Hashtag <laughs> Tubby's right. It was like a ragtag group of mutants that were just trying to do good things, but that does not necessarily mean that they were X-Men. It's right. not like every boy that goes out into the woods is a Boy Scout. <laughs> I suppose that's true. But my point being with the Avengers, I think they just killed it a little bit too much, like overkilled it, having all these different divisions and stuff. But then recently they did like that whole each state has their own av- uh, Avenger. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of cool. We did get Bucky, didn't we? Yeah, I believe so. Something needs to be looked up. But anyway, I just, that was almost polluting it. Like, saturating it, I guess, is the best word. Okay. You know? And then, which, with the way Civil War started in the comics, almost makes, okay, I can kind of get them doing that for that reason. Yeah. But I don't think they did it just for that reason, so. Okay. To me, that's a bad example. Well, and I guess to go along with that, then, I would have to go with the all-new X-Men, which I was not a bit, like... I was not a big fan of. It's where Beast is having, like, inner turmoils with his mutation and feels like he's going to die soon. Okay. So he goes into the past to grab young Hank McCoy and say, like, hey, bro, like, quit dicking around with the experiments. You're going to look like me here in, like, 20 years. And then he also grabs, like, Scott Summers to be like, hey, also, could you stop being a dickbag because you killed <laughs> Professor X? And so he, like, brings them to the future. Mm-hmm. And when he's like, okay, like, lesson learned, and, like, tries to send them back, the kids are like, well, fuck you. I'm going to stick around here for a little bit. Right. And so now they're, like, still in our timeline. And so the 1960s have no X-Men force with them now. And you don't like that? I no, because I because it's like you killed off a bunch of these characters already. Scott Summers is now a completely different person, and now you're trying to reach into the past to correct those mistakes, but now the the past is just hanging out. And I was like, no, like you guys need to go back. <coughs> so I was not a big fan of that. And they did a whole battle for the atom, and that involved the future X-Men with the present X-Men with the past X-Men that are in the present and it just got weird Brian do you have any that would be an example of not working I mean by definition in this genre of the nerdum they almost always make the teams ultimately work Yeah. you know so they might have hardship and strife and everything else but in the end it's always about the teamwork that makes the dream work you know you never see a team fail. Well, I don't know. There's a group of them that shot Hulk into space and was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so also, I, I get to another one. I don't think like worked very well is like every Star Trek iteration past the next generation. And you can fight me on that if you want to on Twitter. But like, deep, again, like deep Space Nine, Voyager, like everything after the next generation I did not think was very good. I like the one that had a Oh, the time jumper dude in it. Scott Bakula? Yeah. What was that one called? Like, First Voyage? Enterprise? Enterprise, yeah. Enterprise, yeah. Enterprise. I kind of like, like that one. I'll give you Next Generation. I do think the new one looks... Really good. The new one looks amazing. The most interesting the of what they've done so far. Yeah. 
I'm actually pretty excited about that one. So that does look good. But like, yeah, like every iteration outside of that, I just never felt like a good team. Like with Next Generation and the original series, I felt like that teamness. Right. But I just felt like they were doing too much with the other ones. Gotcha. Um, so is it all just about teamwork? Is it about? I mean, it's got to be how the team functions. Right. I mean, that's what makes every sitcom good. That's why Friends lasted so long. I think it's interesting that, like, it's, like, with the X-Men movies in particular, it's, like, you always have Wolverine, who is, like, trying to fight that whole, be part of the team, and then, like, teamwork does get things accomplished, and then it's that, like, at the end, you finally see him working together, like, yeah, specifically for two, I think. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. Well, and then definitely the third one, which is horrible, yeah. but you know what I mean. Like, they're all coming together to... And then, and then it actually works that way. And yeah. you get it with Days of Future Past when <laughs> the, the um, Sentinels are showing up and stuff like that. So I can see that. Yeah. But the thing what you think about the Avengers is that you really don't get that a lot at all. You get, like, like little bits. You know, they're all out there doing their own thing. Yeah, because that first one was, like, it. W- I mean, it was really difficult to see them all together. Right. Because it was like they weren't working well. No, I mean, and you think about it, you get that one part where Iron Man flies down and shoots beams off Cap's shield, and then oh my god, you know, he picks up Hawkeye, and but that it, it's like small chunks of them actually working together. Yeah, and so then you get the big camera wrap, which is which was yeah the <laughs> that was the big shot. Oh, good God, money shot. But I I don't know. I think that's interesting because you get. I guess it does work because you just get those little sections of it. Like Hulk and Thor were doing that together. They were doing their thing and like when Black Widow like jumps off a cap shield and it's all those like goofy little moments that like that make that movie. Right, but it's not like, well, shit, I got to take back exactly what I said because there's Cap telling everybody what to go do. Yeah, like he he calls them out. You always have to have like that definite clear leader that whole thing drives on drama of them not getting along you know oh yeah like because all of them are like that like all of the avengers movies initially start out with like them not liking each other but then for some reason they get together and come you know and save the day well they have they they always have have, they have that formula where they have a early small battle that they do well in then they have one they sets them back and they fail and then they come back when they come back together mm-hmm. and win yeah and that's how every formula of that movie works yeah and i think with uh ultron it was almost over your head with that mm-hmm. yeah i think that's kind of where it felt it was like we're gonna bash this into your skull until you understand it's like we get it we saw it once before right so yeah they always have the small success the ultimate failure and then the comeback where they put aside their differences and work together. Unless it's Civil War. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just fight. Nobody likes that. Well, and then you got, like, Guardians, which was an ultimate, which was a team-up movie as well. I do. I, I have... I'm, I'm going to resend, and I, I have figured out the worst team-up ever. Oh, God, what is it? The Super Globetrotters. What's that one? <laughs> you never saw those? <coughs> No, huh? Hanna Barbera basically took some other Hanna Barbera superhero team mm-hmm. and assigned all their powers to 
Yeah. Remember that? You got like Plastic Man on there? You got like Spaghetti Man. Was spaghetti Man. Yeah. Oh my God. And then you had the one that had the super afro. My head everything just exploded. you ever needed was in his afro. And one of them was like a fish man that could swim. And the other one had like lightning bolts or something. And then one had a big basket. Curly. Curly had a big basketball head. Right, yeah, yes, I remember that. Twiggy, Twiggy was the uh, the spaghetti armed man. Oh my God, my head just remember exploded. That? Yes, had uh, Gizmo had the super powered afro. Pulled different gadgets from geese, became multi man, and could clone himself. That's what he did. Yeah, that's right. Holy cow! Um, Curly Neil became super sphere and turned into a basketball. <laughs> That's quite the superpower. Yeah, worst team up ever. I'd I'd had uh, it's hard to argue that. <laughs> okay, let's move into our uh any, anything else for teamwork? Well, yeah, like teams. Well, I mean, so well, like what do you I mean, what do you think makes a good team? I think what makes a good team is the basic formula that you've seen your whole life is that like you got the leader guy, you got the big strong slow guy, you got the you know skinny little guy who moves fast, and then you've got the girl who you know is usually like the most powerful one, but nobody knows it. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That seems to be uh, being able to put aside their differences for a collective goal. Right. Well, and I think, like, it's the interesting portion of about, uh, or the interesting thing about, like, D&D, when, like, you're putting, exactly, like, yeah. when you're putting a team together for, like, a quest, like, generally I try, I try to think in that formula, like, sure. like, what are all my friends choosing, and how can I fit myself into that normal formula of, like, the basic-ass, like, leader dude, the well, giant dude. Like you said, like the small. I mean, you even get it to like to a certain extent with Stranger Things. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, think yeah. about those kids, and then like the roles that they play. Yep. Like throughout that first season, is those same roles that you would get in classic D and D things. Right. Well, and it's like, or like TMNT, where it's like you have Leonardo, who's the leader. You have the nerd, the funny guy, and then like you said, like the brute. Which is just seems like that straight up always seems to be the case. Yeah. I mean, you just look, look look at the the MCU Avengers. I mean, it's the same thing. So, I don't know. Uh, I and I think that's the thing that you have to have that balance. So, for sure. So balance is the key to victory. I think balance is for sure. I mean, but you that balance is recognizing who your leader is and let them lead, and then recognizing what you're good at and doing that to the best of your ability. You're not gonna have Hulk lead. You're gonna have Hulk smash. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna have the guy in the army be the leader. You know, so don't write on those. <laughs> Just want to make sure I don't end up with his microphone next week. Right. Um, but yeah, and it, I think it's fun when you get a bunch of interesting characters together, and like we're getting it right now with Ragnarok. I mean, hell, that half the second of the trailer is like we're getting the team together, right. and it's like who's gonna be on the team. You know, so I think it's fun. I think it works. So, if but, but just take it easy, it. though. You know, you don't need to have. But do you? Th- I mean, do you think you could three one seven Avengers yeah. or eight one two Avengers? I mean, so. do you think you could break that formula though? Like, do you think you could have just like a group of brutes or a group of like tech nerds or? 
Yes. Yeah, we had hackers. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had hackers. Hack the planet! <laughs> <laughs> but you still, in, I mean, even in that, you had the tall, linky dude with Matthew Lillard. Right. You had the basic as fuck dude with Johnny Lee Miller. You had the girl who was ultimately the best hacker. You had the short, <laughs> funny dude with Nunzio. <laughs> It all it, that formula and works, guy. and the black guy, <laughs> Lord Nikon. I mean, there there is a uh, formula there, and it seems to be rather successful with that team formula. But it, it just look at Ghostbusters; it's the same thing. Yeah, you well, know? it's just like they every hero, guy. every hero story follows the hero, you know, path. It's the same. Well, sure. You yeah. know, there must there must be a similar thing for these team ups. I get you. It's just, it's weird. Like, I didn't. It's a formula. I haven't really thought about it until we sat down and, like, had this conversation, but it is, like, every team has that exact same formula. <laughs> See what happens when so you I think guess, just a little uh, bit. Right. Look outside the box. So, what makes a good team is that formula. And if you <laughs> don't have that formula, you are not a good team. So. We got that, the hero. that could be the case. This is why most hey, business hell, teams don't work. It's <laughs> fucking Seinfeld, too. <laughs> yeah, you have the small, brutish guy, the girl. Yeah. Tall, lanky guy. My I mean, God, it's... we've uncovered something here. <laughs> you heard it here first. The girl who's the, uh, you know, the funniest. The most powerful. Yep. And, and the oh, tall my God, you want to go even deeper. Think about the masturbation, <laughs> masturbation episode. Oh. She's the strongest one. Yeah. Oh my god. Goodness. I mean, it, it, it's a basic formula. It works. You, and you just get different variations. You know? I mean, and, you, and it's in video games. Yeah. You know? And, and I always pick the big fat slow guy who is super strong. Normally, yeah, you go DK. Yep. Interesting. Look at your Mario. Yeah. Mario Party. <laughs> right. So. Good lord. Open your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any other final thoughts on team ups? I'm good. Brian, you got anything? No. No. All right. Let's get into some live trivia time. Live <laughs> trivia. Brian, you got a name for us? Let's do, do some, some live trivia. trivia. Sorry if you couldn't tell, we got some new mics and <laughs> we got some this toys. Week. <laughs> so hopefully the podcast should be sounding better from here on out. But right. do uh, do let us know how we sound. Mom slash Ginger's giving us some very uh, yeah. Who we got online there that we can add to the mix? Uh, looks like Ginger Meg uh, John John David Steiner. John David. He Steiner. wants to see you bend over. He's quite a man, that John. <laughs> so our normal <laughs> makes mind blown. <laughs> So, uh, while Brian's throwing the names in the hopper, how can people get into the weekly hopper, Brendan? Yeah, so if you wanted to be a Patreon supporter, you could be entered every week automatically uh, by donating a small portion of your uh, your monthly or weekly income. Less than a cup of Starbucks. Yep, that's for sure. Uh, we'll enter you every week, but if you did not want to support us on Patreon because you don't enjoy the arts... You could also just write to us in a uh, DM or a PM on Twitter or Instagram uh, with your name and number, and we'll put you in for the week, and that can get you one spot in. 
Or even if you are a Patreon member and want extra entries into the pool, you can always write to us. Uh, but yeah, that's how we make our selections every week and how we get some on-air calls. And so this week we will be talking, obviously, about teamwork. So Brian's come up with some decent questions for whoever we do get a hold of. I've only got one question. Only okay. one. <laughs> All right. So they better, it better, better not be too it. damn hard. Uh, yeah, well. Well, you're the one picking the questions, buddy. All right. All right. So who else we got? Anybody else? John David's gonna be number seven. We got Meg. We got jo- oh Meg's uh, not Meg's not a Patreon contributor. She oh sure God. isn't. I guess we're gonna have to add her in there too. Because we know she's loaded. <laughs> Pockets are indeed. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? Okay, <laughs> we're going to pick a number. Tell me when to stop. Stop. Three. The Godfather. Are you going to be kidding Corey? me? <laughs> you go ahead and give him a call. Call, try Corey. To call him through there and see what happens. Oh, yeah. Maybe we can actually get him. Right. Well, we're getting a bunch of uh, laughs and loves there. Hi, everyone. I think that's from Meg laughing at her. Oh, yeah. What's can they hear a us? A little loud. This can they hear us or just see us? No, they can hear us. You can Let me guess. I'm on there speak again. <laughs> you are, <laughs> sir. <laughs> it is uh, uncanny how your name keeps coming up in the hopper. You know, people are going to think that this is like completely, totally fixed. Well, well, if they really want to get into it, all they have to do is contribute on Patreon, and their name would go in the hat, too. That's right. And the <laughs> random number generator would have more to deal with. <laughs> Have more have more viewers on the Facebook Live, eh? That's right. Yep. So, Corey, this week we're talking about uh, superhero team ups, and like the Defenders, the Avengers. Hold on. Okay. Give me a second. You're getting ready to become Kit. Ooh. <laughs> Tell me, Michael, where would you like to travel today? Please uh, activate the turbo boot, kid. <laughs> nice. So we're talking about superhero team-ups this week. Uh, Defenders, Avengers, Justice League, stuff like that. And yeah. Brian is going to ask you a trivia question. What's the prize we're playing for, Brian? Uh, this week we're playing for a Marvel Comics puzzle figure eraser. Ooh. Collect all three puzzle erasers. You're going to win one this week. Your options that, are Iron Man, bl- Captain America, or the Hulk. It's a blind bag. Unopened. Fresh. Minty. Oh, so cool. All right, so what is the question? Today's, this that week's question. To totally are you ready? Sure. Remember the Super Friends? Yeah, I remember the Super Friends. All right. Greatest team up ever. Yeah. They, <laughs> they had a small sub team on the Super Friends. The Wonder Twins? Yeah. You remember them? With their, with their monkey Gleek? Well, there you go. You just answered <laughs> the you question. Won! <laughs> I was going to ask you, yeah. what was the name of their pet? Gleek. <laughs> <laughs> that that's uncanny. Corey so. wins. Corey wins again. So we'll put this uh, puzzle yeah, over here. Hold on for a second, please. Yes. Brian, you want to go, you wanna go double or nothing? What's what'd that? What did you say, Corey? Brian, please check the answer to the trivia question to, to ensure that I am right so I don't get another phone call. I already did. 
It's already been confirmed. I think everybody knows it's Gleek. That's on its way, Jim. What was Gleek's power? Thank you. Bye. Bye. I have no idea. I, don't I didn't think know Gleek had a power. I thought he just carried the bucket of water. Didn't his tail stretch forever or something? I think he had some, like, yeah, some goofy little, like, sub-powers. All right, so uh, Corey is getting quite the uh, stack over there in the uh, cube. He's I got think he's, like, what, two or three? Uh, he's got some beer. He's got a couple of Lego sets and the uh, the balloon pop-up thing. Oh, yeah. So we gave away beer? Uh, ben did. Personal. <laughs> Uh, so we need to get more people in that hopper, at least to keep Corey from winning each week, right? right? Yeah, I, mean, I definitely don't want to keep calling him every week. Oh, your mom's calling you out. She still hasn't gotten her prize. I know. I need to. Get, I just, I have it physically in my car, and it's just I don't ever remember to grab it when I see her. That's right. I gave her a keychain that I've had for for two years. There you <laughs> this go. This past weekend, so just make a note. All right. Hi, yellow ribbon around my finger. Hi, mom. Are we still on? Yeah, we're still there. Okay. She can see and hear us. Hopefully she's coming home tomorrow. That's the rumor. Hey, Boppy. All right. All right so on. do we have any uh, merchandise? Have you guys checked out anything recently? No. Nope. Not at all. I uh, Brian, for my birthday, got me the, um, the ultimate battle for Asgard. Uh, Ragnarok set. Oh, is it? Did yep. you put it together yet? No. I'm going to save that until I get some uh, time off, which will be here relatively soon. Are uh, you going to get... I mean, that's not really time off. You're going to... You know, you've... Like, that's a human. Yeah. You're going to have to be taken there, care of. There is no more time off. I don't know if you're going to have mean, any... You know, I'm going to have these, like, two-hour breaks in between, you know, when he's asleep and stuff like that. So, yeah. Well, okay. Anyway, it's the uh, ship that Valkyrie has in the previews that we've seen. Hela, uh, Thor, obviously, and then uh, Fenrir and Bruce Banner minifig. So, and then uh, somebody at the most inopportune time gives me <laughs> my birthday <laughs> present at Holiday World. We're walking into the changing rooms, and he's like, "Oh, here, here's your birthday present." Uh, we walked out <laughs> of the changing room. Thank you very oh, much. Oh yeah, we we were out of the here, changing room. Carry these DVDs around the water park the rest of the day. <laughs> right, and I'm like, "Oh, and keep we them dry." We were getting the locker. I knew we were getting one. I'm like, "Well, thank you very much, but what the hell am I supposed to do with these?" So, uh, Brennan replaced some uh, Blu-rays of mine that have come up missing. So that is appreciated, and thank you very much. Well, in that search for those movies, I did come across uh, apparently the Batman animated series, series two of the Pop Lines came out. Yeah. And so I didn't, I haven't seen them in real life, and so I like freaked out and I was like, Ryan, you got to get me out of here before I do something stupid, because they had Clayface, Bane, and Man Bat. Uh, no, who was the other one? There was a uh, Scarecrow. Nice. <coughs> I was like, I almost wanted to buy all of them. So, what about you, Brian? Merchandise-wise. Oh, by the way, Gleek did have a stretchable prehensile tail. There you go. Who was capable? Was capable of picking up a man. <laughs> that was his only power. Super snow. Okay. Uh, merchandise lately? Anything new? No, for not you? really. No. Saving up your ducats for Force Friday. Yeah, I guess so. Just uh, no time to go shopping. Nothing Your out there that I'm really mean. looking for. So yeah, nothing really new or exciting. No. No. 
<laughs> no. Brendan? I got to go, I got to go buy you that Lego set. That was more than enough fun for me. Right. Okay. Uh, all right, let's wrap up this week with our guy walks into a bar question. Brian, which team member would you kick out of a bar, and which one would you like to sit down and have a beer with? Who can you just not – who's on a team that you're just like, get the fudge out of here? I've been thinking about this one. It's kind of hard. Marv from the Super Friends. <laughs> you're stuck on those. And <laughs> you're giving me shit for giving <laughs> you Super Friends earlier. He's the most, uh, he's the most <laughs> annoying one I can think of. Brandon, what about you? I would kick out Kid Flash and have a drink with McGon. McGon? Young Justice. Okay. Miss Martian. Kick out gotcha. Kid Flash? I did not like Kid Flash. In... In Young Justice. In Young Justice. Not a fan. Okay. The animated show. Yeah. Mm. He had his, like, hero moments, and I did like that he had, like, collecting collector things for, like, every battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was always just, most, majority of the time, was just like, shut up. Do your job. Get over it. <laughs> so You're here for a reason. Right. I mean, it's like one of those things where if it was a more defined question, like, of a super, of a certain group or something, but, God, there's so much, like. Yeah. I'd kick out the pink lion from Voltron. Because she's a girl? Yeah. No. She's pink. It's and a princess. <laughs> What's she got to be there for? Um, I don't know. You, you can find somebody. So many. So many. Yeah. Hmm. You, Ted? Uh, I'm kicking Iron Man the hell out. I'm sick of his shit. So you're always Avengers. Well, that's, that's <laughs> where I'm at. Uh, and I would sit down and have a beer with Volstag. He's not in the Avengers? Well, so. It doesn't have to be the same team. It's just okay. in general. He's in a different All team. Right. The Heroes yeah. 3. The Heroes 3. Warriors 3. Warriors, Warriors 3. 3. Thank you very much. With Lady Sif. That's right. Okay, I think that's going to do it for us this week. All right. That was episode 39. <laughs> it was. Uh, Brendan, where can people find us on the social medias? You can search for us on Facebook. Uh, just look up NerdSpeak, and you can find our page there. Give us a like. Write us a review. Let us know how we are doing. Uh, obviously, this week we are trying out some new technical things. So after you listen to the episode, go ahead and give us some feedback so we know to either get closer to the mic or maybe step a little bit further back also how you like our sound, sound effects, effects. Uh, you can also closer? find us on instagram and twitter with Are the handle at nerdspeak underscore closer <laughs> thanks grover and uh search for us on itunes so you can subscribe to our podcast and get the episodes every week and uh, what's our website, Brian? www.nerdspeak. Wait. .nerd. Oh, sorry. Nerdspeak. .one. And that's uh, a Patreon? Did you cover that? I covered that in the yeah. yeah. You can access the Patreon account from our website. So Patreon That's members get automatically entered every week for every trivia? Every week you get automatically entered, and you could win any sorts of cool So Corey's won like prizes. three times. Yeah, he's Because he has no competition, cool. hardly. He doesn't. You know, we got seven, eight people in there, maybe 10, 50. You don't know. But, you don't know. But obviously, it's a pretty easy win. Yeah. Better, you it, could get better it. odds in the lottery. Get better your odds yeah. in the lottery. And, you know. 
650 million reasons why not. Where, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't play if you don't pay. Exactly. There you go. I like that. Okay, so that's it. going to be it for this week. Thank you for very much for listening, Brendan. Goodbye, Nerd Nation. We'll see you next week. Yelly, everyone. Right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Ben-Hanny.